0: I'm not the one back with you for part two of season four, episode 15, Sebastian.
1: Welcome back, everybody.
0: Thank you. We, uh, sorry we ran long and we've got to, we had to cut this thing in half and the uh, FCC has limits on what we can do here. Apparently <laughs> not really. I just made that up. Uh, but we're going to start this part of the show with the shout outs. Let's do it. Okay. Shout outs. Andrew Faulkner. I need to give Kruger Tyler a shout out for coming down to Columbia Falls. Helping me flip the jaw die and the crusher after the guys got done crushing for the day. I know he was late getting home, but I appreciate the help. Come on back anytime. Also, thanks for bringing my truckload of parts and supplies. That's a good Kruger's always on hand to, to help out. So thanks, Andrew.
1: Next one comes from Tim LePage. Great to see a picture of Ben Lee taking the time to line up all the equipment in Cherryfield. He said, even though we were in the woods, it is nice to line everything up in a nice row and order. Screaming loud and proud to be a sergeant. Great yeah, job! Yeah,
0: uh, Tim sent me that picture last Friday. It was really cool. Dustin Dugan, I'd like to send a shout out to that rascal, Matt Mills. I loaded Swervin Irvin's welding bench on Mr. Mills' trailer, and by the time I got my forks off and was dumping the bucket of wrap in the bin, that crazy guy was burning rubber up Emerson Mill Road. He's the most productive person with the last name Mills I've ever seen.
1: The next one comes from Gerald Grindle. Shout out to Jeff shock. Lots of glitches in the GPS design. He always has an answer that makes sense. Makes my job so much easier. We will roll through it.
0: Cassie Redahan has a shout out to Heather Hutchinson for always allowing me to ask so many questions, no matter how busy we get. And we had Cassie on and, uh, First part of this. It was good to have her.
1: Josh Shaw is the next shout out. I'd like to give a shout out to the crew at the asphalt plant with the help of our field mechanic and welder who pulled a long day to get that plant back up and running last Wednesday. Upon starting the plant, it was discovered that an asphalt line was plugged. The crew started troubleshooting where the issue could be. These guys stayed until almost 10 p.m., finding the plug, tearing the lines apart, fabricating and reassembling the asphalt lines to make sure we were. Operational the next day. Ed Barnes, Nick Stiles, Dustin Dugan, Brian Diamond, Tony Adams, Shane Cody, and Kelly Bragdon all went above and beyond. Thank you guys for all you do.
0: They usually do. So I'm jumping back up to Jeff Shock, who wants to give a shout out to the boys down in Saco, Ryan Chapman, Tevin Allen, Tyler Lupo, Mike Tripp for keeping a job site clean, safe, and getting the job done while having fun. Morale is high. Even with all the weather we've had lately, thank you. Keep up the good work.
1: Next one comes from Marcel Rancourt, Shout- also
0: known as Red.
1: Red Rancourt. Shout out to all the employee owners that keep working hard to keep the company profitable and moving forward. Being an employee owner helped me retire early, and I am listening to this podcast in
0: downtown Nashville on
1: vacation with my good friends. Gotta love it.
0: We must be. Coming up in the world, if we've got him listening to the podcast <laughs> while he's in downtown Nashville. Downtown Nashville. Okay. Pete Perizzo has a shout out to Meredith Brewer, Meredith Brewer for ideas on how we can improve our internship program stemming from a project they did for a leadership class. Thanks, Meredith.
1: And Ed Barnes gave us a novel of a shout out. Would you be willing to uh, break this down with me?
0: Yeah, we, well, we're going to have to. Either that I got to get a oxygen for you. <laughs>
1: Ed Barnes, please give a shout out to the Asphalt Plants 2022-2023 Winter Maintenance Crew consisting of Tony Adams, Tevin Allen, Jordan Brown, Ryan Dimont, Ryan Mottery, Nick Stiles, Benny Woodward, Field Mechanic Shane Cody, and Welders Kelly Bragdon, Darren Flewelling, and Keegan LaPointe. These guys started the winter with more repairs and preventative maintenance to do than there was time to do it. But by planning the work and working together each and every day, they not only finished the asphalt plant maintenance a week ahead of schedule, but also relocated the old lab trailer, built a pad, and plumbed the new lab, and also built a new deck all prior to the plant starting up, which, by the way, went very well. Great job, everyone.
0: What are you trying to say? There's a lot happened. Yes. Uh, so we did put a new lab in there. Uh, the old lab was, uh, I think we touched on this a couple of weeks ago, the old lab is in pretty rough shape. So all this maintenance, all this lab replacement, all this work, great job. He also wants to give a shout out to Buddy Gardner. Buddy comes, Buddy comes to work with us each spring to crush wrap, recycled asphalt pavement. Buddy embodies the phrase, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. He goes about the business of feeding the crusher while ripping oversized chunks of pavement down to feedable size and makes it look effortless while getting it done more efficiently each year. Buddy also takes the time to mentor the less experienced crew members who came to assist in the operation. Thank you for all you do, Buddy.
1: The last part says, please give a shout out to Tony Adams, Shane Cody, Dustin Dugan, Brian Dement, Kelly Bragdon, and Nick Stiles. We had an asphalt line plug up with crystallized asphalt last Wednesday, and this crew worked tirelessly tirelessly to troubleshoot, identify, and replace the affected 15-foot of line. With some of them working until 9:30 p.m., so we could do so we could get ready to serve our customers Thursday morning. This work is done efficiently with no incidents. Thank you for your dedication, great attitudes, and comic relief during some nasty, dirty
0: work. It's always funny some of the nastiest work is some of the most comic work. It just seems like you have more fun in those types of things. But we've got to decide on the Newton Grindle Award. Hmm. And, uh, so we're going to give that to Gerald Grindle and Jeff shock for, for Gerald's shout out. And it's kind of apropos here that, that Gerald gets it. Uh, he was the one that was given the first Newton Grindle award. Uh, he, uh, Sean Newton gave Grindle, uh, gave Gerald a, a shout out for keeping, for getting the machine that he got after Gerald. It was so clean. He gave him a shout out. And I just, Modeling what Gerald does is something that we all ought to try to do. So that's why we named that the Newton Grindle Award. And Sean Newton actually had enough appreciation for that to give him a shout out. So here we go. Gerald Grindle, Jeff Shock. we got new employees to talk about, Sebastian. We do. We have Cole Yates as a heavy equipment operator. Mike Emerton, laborer. Davin Hanning, laborer, Dana Glover, off-road truck driver slash laborer, Norman Fortier, off-road truck driver slash laborer, and Timothy Mandel, whom you heard on
1: the part first one. part
0: of the part one of this podcast, a safety specialist in the Mid-Atlantic. So let's welcome those folks if we could. And we've got uh, what employee ownership means to you. And we'll take turns on this if you don't mind. Sure. I know you've got a couple that you you recorded. I did. So we will let you get to those. Preston Cole, what it means to me to be a proud owner at Sargent, that's easy. I feel like a cog in a smooth, efficient machine, getting the task at hand done and moving on to the next task, whether my part is big or small. I'm proud at the end of the day with zero accidents and being part of the Sergeant family. Thankful every day.
1: The next one comes from Cassie, who we also heard from in part one. It means that I have the ability to come in every day and make a difference no matter how small the task may seem.
0: Yeah, that's that's a great one. That's the, the way to look at it. Pete Perizzo, ownership, being able to continue building the sergeant legacy, continuity.
1: So for this next part, I called up and paid a visit to some people in the field to uh, ask them quickly what employee ownership meant to them. Okay. I'm gonna play your recording from Clayton White and then we'll move on to the next one after that. All right. So I have Clayton White here on the phone. Clayton, how long have you uh worked with Sergeant? Well, I
0: think I'm going on my fifty third year. Wow.
1: fifty-three.
0: So I've seen a few changes.
1: I I'd say so. What are you uh what do you do at Sergeant? I'm a foreman for them. And uh, mostly, you know, cuts and field earthwork moving. What uh, job, occasionally a cover pipe or so. What job site are you on? Right now,
0: I'm on the Middlesex Solar site.
1: Nice. So, with all that uh, pretext, I think the real question is: uh, What does employee ownership mean to you? I guess to try to put it into words, it's just kind of an extension of what I've always felt when I've done work for
0: Sergeant is that my name is also on the product. And, you know, now that we are employee owners, it's even more so on the product.
1: That was Clayton White.
0: You know, 53 years. I was seven years old when Clayton came to work here. I was in second grade when Clayton came to work here. What an incredible individual he's been for this company. Mm. And he, he just hit it on the note. You know, it's just an extension of the way he's always worked. And I, I know I worked with him when I was in my 20s, and that's just the way he was. Mm. Yep.
1: It's a pleasure talking to him. He, he seems like a great guy. He really is, yeah. The next one, we, uh, we did one more interview with Neil Merrill. So I'm here with Neil Merrill. How are you doing, Neil? Very good, sir. Where are we right now? So we are in the maintenance shop in Stillwater, Maine. And uh, what do you do here, Neil?
0: So I am a maintenance mechanic and I specialize in uh,
1: heavy duty trucks. And how long have you been doing that for?
0: I have worked here for 15 years.
1: So with all that pretext and the time that you've spent here, what does employee ownership mean to you?
0: So to me, employee ownership means responsibility. So everything is, is ours in essence. Um, and it's ours to take care of and maintain and look forward to making it bigger and better. Responsibility. Mm.
1: Two really good responses.
0: Yeah. And, and I know Neil well enough to know that when he says responsibility, he means responsibility and accountability to everybody around him. All the, well, we've been talking about all the partners he's got in this business. Mm. Yeah. That's really cool stuff.
1: The uh, idea for the field interviews came from that little committee I've been on and they, they came up with that idea. I thought it yeah. was really cool to yeah. go out yeah, and really talk really good to them.
0: idea that, to get some some folks that, we can't get everybody from the field to come in here, right? We, so, try to go get a couple.
1: And it was, that's uh, a little taste there. We have uh, about eight more. We did 10 interviews for 10 years. And uh, so, look forward to hearing from some other people.
0: Oh, I'm looking forward to that. You didn't even tell me who you had. No. I don't even know what's going on around here anymore. (laughs) Not that I ever did.
1: So with that, we can move on to the next exciting part, and I can start playing some music if you'd like. Let's
0: hear some joining guitar, Watson. Boy, we got a lot of guesses here. This has been one of the most uh, pr- participative Price's Rights that I've seen.
1: Everyone seems excited.
0: I'm gonna guess we've got about 60, sixty, seventy price uh, Rights guess here. Sure,
1: I, I uh, Bella was nice enough to compile these for us, so she. I, I can go grab her.
0: You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give her another shout out here for joining us earlier. Sure. Oh, you go grab her. I can go grab her. Yeah, go grab her. All Bring right. her right back in here. She's. 40 feet away. Uh, man, she's, she's come in here and just anything anybody asks her to do, she's on it. Hi, Bella. Hi, Herb. So we've, we've got Johnny Guitar Watson playing here uh, for The Price is Right. Awesome. And so we're at that point where we're going to talk about The Price is Right. Okay. And uh, we thought maybe we'd have you read the winners. Oh, fun. Okay. So The Price or the 2022 stock price, Craig Shorey, really close. Was close. <laughs> he was seven cents off. He was the closest one. But he was over.
1: Wah, wah. So,
0: so what we said we we're gonna do is we're gonna to give to the to the top ten without going over. Mm-hmm. And if you could just read those to me right now.
1: Okay. Marcel Rancourt. Yeah. Dave Scott. Tim Cole. Ed Barnes, Amanda Martin, Andrew Tisdale, Christopher Lynch, Kendall Bickford, Pete Perizzo, and Pat Dubey.
0: All right, so Pat Dubay, can you tell what his guess was?
1: His guess was one hundred and forty-four dollars and forty-four cents.
0: And for the first one,
1: Marcel guessed one hundred and forty-one dollars and sixteen cents. So
0: they were all within three dollars and something apiece. Yeah. Yes. So pretty close here at the top. So those are the ten. Mm-hmm. They get it. Now go down through that list one more time, if you would, top to bottom.
1: Okay. Marcel Rancourt, Dave Scott, Tim Cole, Ed Barnes, Amanda Martin, Andrew Tisdale, Christopher Lynch, Kendall Bickford, Pete Perizzo, and Pat Dubay.
0: All right. So we're wow. going to give them a hand. They they all get uh, $250 gift certificate or a pair of Congratulations. And Red Rancourt's going to save us some money because he's in Florida. We just get him some flip flops, <laughs> right? We don't yeah. need to pay him anything.
1: I mean, he'd look a little weird walking around with some work boots on, on the beach.
0: But. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's a main thing. It could happen, he right? Do that. <laughs> Thanks again, Bella, for joining Thank us. Thank you, Bella. All right. That was a. We, we did have some guesses up one just north of $200 a share. I would love to have hit that one. We did not have anybody straight on, which we, we said we would give them 10 times the stock price. How close. is what it is. How close was the closest? Um, seven cents off. Wow. Yep. Wow. One forty-five sixty. So close. Price is right question for next week. You want to talk about that real quick?
1: Sure. Uh, we are asking everyone to submit what they think for this answer. What is the total vested dollar value? At December 31st of 2022 of all employee accounts who are 29 years or younger.
0: Okay. And I'm going to give you a guess. So that's vested dollar value mm-hmm. at the end of last year for all employee accounts who are 29 or younger. Okay. I'm going to give you a guess. It's between 1.1 $1. 1 and $1. $1.5 million. Okay. Okay. The top five closest guesses will receive a Yeti Cooler. Mm-hmm. The next closest five guesses will receive a JBL boom box with a hard carry case.
1: Wow.
0: So there's you still some skin in the game here. Mm-hmm.
1: No big 10 times the stock price
0: this no, time. No, no. We've we've spent that. But there is I, I do want to announce uh that we do have a sponsor of this podcast.
1: We do. Yeah. What's that?
0: It's uh it's Herbie Derby. Mac truck beef rub. What is that? Well, it's a rub that I've developed and I've used uh, over and over over the years for briskets, for big sirloins, for big cuts of meat on the grill or in the smoker. And uh, I've scattered it along some friends here recently and and it gets rave reviews. So, Well, I,
1: the big question is, does it taste good?
0: Well, I guess that is a big question, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> They, well, the rave reviews, they're not sure. raving about it because it tastes bad. That's good. Okay. That's so that's a good sign. I, I trust their taste buds on this, but what I'm going to do is I've, I've got a bunch packaged up and for everyone that gives a shout out for the rest of May, we'll receive the Mack Truck Beef Rub. And as it says right here, what does it say?
1: It says, you'll be run over with flavor.
0: You will be. You will be run over with flavor. So, for every shout out in the month of May now on, actually, I'll even get them to the ones that, that just uh, shouted out this week. Wow! A beef rub, and you when you cook your brisket or your rib roast or your big steak, big sirloin at Fourth of July, you're going to get some rave reviews. Well, I'm
1: about to go submit my shout out for next week right okay.
0: now. All right, good idea. With that said, this has been a circuitous podcast. It's been fun. Been fun. Actually been a blast sitting here and, and having people just kind of walk in, like they were going into the office to do business. And we said, no, sit down over here. Yeah. <laughs> Dubé, John, mm-hmm. uh, John Neto, a couple others. So, um, but I do want to, I do want to say, after, even after all the, the effort, all the emphasis we put on safety, And in the podcast a week or so ago, I believe I said that safety, Tasha and Eric and I have, like, swept everything else away. Safety is the number one strategic objective we have right now. Hmm. Even in the face of that, we've suffered some incidents uh, in the last couple weeks. And I'm I'm just begging everyone to take personal responsibility. Personal accountability and personal ownership of the collective safety of the team. They're not just your partners in financial ways now, they're your partners, they're our family. We need to take care of them. Mm